In my opinion, The Matrix is probably one of the most profound movies I've ever seen. The idea that all of humanity is trapped inside a simulated reality that some super intelligent race of machines created to distract us from the fact that they're using our real bodies as an energy source is troubling to say the least. And for a movie released in 1999, I'd say it really was ahead of its time. The first time I saw this movie, I was 12 or 13 years old. And even with my shallow understanding of reality at the time, which was pretty much just a series of things that authority figures told me to believe, I was blown away. But it was only science fiction, right? A fun, action-packed, thought-provoking, creepy, entertaining piece of film. Surely there's no way that the waking life we see, hear, feel, smell, and taste could all be some extremely sophisticated theater of deception specifically designed to keep us blind to the true nature of reality and why we're here, right? So the core idea behind the Matrix movies is not new by any means. In fact, we can trace this concept back to the writings of the Gnostic texts in the 2nd century AD. Here it is thought that Earth is a prison for humanity, which makes the Earth we live in essentially the same as the Matrix as seen in the movies. In the Gnostic creation myth, the world was created by the Demiurge. This is basically known as the inferior creator or the false god of creation, and the Gnostic texts distinguish this false god from the truly transcendent god or higher order of being, which makes up the essence of humanity itself. So, the Demiurge is accompanied by its subordinate rulers known as Archons, who control the material elements and physical beings. Comparing this to the Matrix, the Archons would be depicted as the intelligent machines that harvest our energy. So you might be asking why? Why do these malicious, parasitic beings require human energy? Well, the reason they want to keep us here is because they need to feed off of us energetically. When people go through any kind of suffering, these entities feed off our lower frequency emotions such as fear, pain, grief, anger, jealousy, rage, anxiety, lust, because these are low vibrational beings that require low vibrational energy in order to survive. This is why you won't see many uplifting or positive messages in the mainstream narratives out there. It's designed to keep us in a constant state of fear and confusion, and to realize that we're actually so much more than just a physical body. The next part of this whole concept of the Matrix essentially being a human energy farm designed to keep us trapped on Earth in fear-based reality are the theories of reincarnation, the tunnel of white light seen after death, and the mechanism of the memory wipe. So this Reddit post from about a year ago has gone into incredible depth in all of this. Dozens of accounts of near-death experiences and reports from past life regression hypnosis sessions. It's become clear that many people who have near-death experiences become witness to a tunnel of white light. And it's been speculated that this is actually a trap set up by these malignant entities in order to wipe our memories and convince us that we need to be reincarnated back on Earth. Reading apart from the Reddit post here, the soul may be under the impression that the tunnel is going to take it to the heavens or perhaps to a higher plane of existence, depending on its level of awareness. In reality, 
When a soul enters the tunnel, its memory gets wiped and the soul is put into another body here on Earth. Reincarnation. It then goes on to explain how these entities might convince the souls of the deceased to willingly go back to Earth without any memory of their previous life. So, if you understand that in the astral, any entity can change the shape of its astral body into anything it wishes to, then you realize that even the most malevolent entity possible can present itself to you in a different form to trick you into thinking you're speaking to God or to your guardian angel, or even to one of the members of your family who had passed away. They do this because they know you put your trust in these religious figures or in the familiar faces, and once they gain that trust, they can easily manipulate you into doing things that are not in your best interests at all. They masquerade as beings of light that emanate a fake sensation of love and peace to make you think they're the good guys who are there to guide you and give you your next mission to fulfill. This is even mentioned in the Bible from 2 Corinthians 11 verse 14, and no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So, wrapping up here, I'm not 100% certain that all the information I presented here is true, but I do find it to be really interesting. I don't want to be a messenger of doom and gloom, I'm just genuinely curious about all kinds of theories and perspectives on life and death and what this reality we find ourselves in really is. I think if there is a general message to take away from all this, it's to aim for the highest good in everything we do, raise our vibrations and uplift the people around us. Realize that every single person on earth is a fragment of God, the universe, source, whatever you want to call it, experiencing itself as an individual. And that reminds me of this quote by Rumi here, you are not a drop in the ocean, you are the entire ocean in a drop. Thank you.